Welcome to the Pro-Life Team Podcast. I'm Jacob Barr, and I'm here with Victor, and we are going to, we're going to be talking about a petition, a petition to ask Google and the U.S. government to provide an equal voice, an equal voice to pregnancy clinics who are competing against Planned Parenthood. Victor, I am really glad to have you on this podcast. I would like you to introduce yourself as if you were talking to just one executive director about, well, about who you are, and then we'll go into the petition. Yeah, so um, I work for you at iRaptor.com. So this is a fun podcast where we're working on this together. Um, so basically, uh, you know what I do, but for the rest of the people, I help pregnancy centers uh, with their marketing strategies, and uh, it's a bunch of fun. So that's essentially yeah. Well, and in this in this podcast, we're essentially the the beginning of it is sort of based on this pain or this problem that pregnancy clinics have experienced, which is being filtered or re- removed off of certain parts of Google. Um, do you want? Yeah. What are your thoughts on, or how would you describe this experience that people are having on Google when it comes to being filtered and yeah, filtered off of results. Yeah, it's it's something that I think a lot of people don't recognize is happening um, because it can, you know, it's kind of behind the scenes because uh, unless you're you're paying attention closely to things in the news or uh, are doing marketing yourself, you, you won't necessarily see uh, the effects of the, the censorship. Uh, but we've yeah. we've seen it in multiple ways. And uh, one of the primary ways we've seen the censorship is in Google advertising. Uh, Jake, do you want to talk a little bit more about what you've seen so far with that censorship? Yeah. So Google seems to have a lot of flags. Like they they have a variety of flags, and sometimes they'll mark content as being misleading or untrustworthy with some of these flags. And what that really means is that they're showing those ads or that content to less people. And the result is that we've seen abortion pill reversal get flagged pretty consistently. Um, And we've also have reached out to Google to do like a, we wanted to talk to the public relations person with the desire to respond with doing like a mini documentary and trying to ask to do an, an in-person interview with the uh, Google PR person essentially resulted in several of the flags being um, removed the following day. However, it didn't necessarily result in traffic restoring to normal levels the following day. Um, but yeah, so some of these flags have shown up in a variety of ways, and there's a variety of flags that are showing up. Like, for example, we've seen untrustworthy flags being applied to pregnancy tests, parenting classes, you know, essentially a wide range of of phrases. Um, And for some clinics, it's just abortion pill reversal. But for other clinics, it's, it's actually some of these flags have shown up on a wide scope of words. Um, but the end result is that people are getting less traffic on their content as Google's the number one vehicle for where people look for answers. And I feel like Google is bending to um, 
certain certain political powers or certain certain powers that are promoting them to do this this way. And our one response could be to ask um, conservative uh, uh, government leadership to yep. push back on Google and ask them to balance the scale or or level the playing field so that we can compete in the world of ideas without being silenced. Because like you said, when we're silenced, it's really hard to know what you don't see. And if we're simply not showing up, um, it's not like people can see what doesn't show up. They don't get to see how people are being wiped out or hidden or removed. They only get to see what does get to show. Yeah. So the the main ones so far, it sounds like the, uh, the main ads that have been censored are the abortion pill reversal ones, although there have been other ones. Uh, can just talk to... To the listeners who don't know much about abortion pill reversal or want to learn more, could you could you describe what that is and also uh, what are the ramifications if some of these ads get uh, censored? What could happen? Yeah, so abortion pill reversal is a medical treatment that is designed for when someone takes the first out of a two pill regiment. The first pill of the abortion pill will starve the baby, meaning the baby's going to die. And then the second pill that's often taken shortly thereafter, maybe uh, hours or days after the first pill, that second pill is designed to expel the baby, meaning baby's coming. And the abortion pill reversal is a way to reverse that the, the, the results of that first pill, which is designed to starve the baby by essentially outcompeting the abortion pill material that is designed to block certain receptors that will then starve the baby. And so the essentially the abortion pill reversal is a series of shots or or medication that can be taken that will help um, outcompete the, the that first pill that's designed to kill the uh, unborn child. Um, and then the danger of the uh, ads being hidden from view is that people when searching on Related phrases will not see this content, this content that is timely, meaning they only have hours to make a decision. And, you know, hours count when it comes to making a reversal decision because of the, the baby's uh, need for nutrition. And and then also, um, so yes, yeah, so essentially if the uh, ads are removed or hidden, the medical option is being removed from the choice that someone might have. Um, and so effectively it's removing choice from that woman who may decide that I changed my mind. I, I don't want to abort my child. I would like to explore options on how I can reverse my decision. Um, I feel like I was pressured into this. By that content being hidden, it's not allowing her to have uh, to find that choice where she is normally looking for answers. Yeah. So yeah, essentially it sounds like abortion pill reversal. Um, it does save lives. Would you, would you know how many babies roughly have, have been saved through abortion? So, pill? yeah. So based on what I understand, um, it, the, the success rate 
ranges anywhere from, I mean, and I've heard, and over the years, I've heard a variety of numbers, but there's usually it's ranged anywhere from like 55 and, and I've heard some numbers as high as 70%. So meaning if they start the regiment within 48 hours, a high percent, more than half, will of the if the babies will survive without any added birth and they don't have any added birth defects especially when that before that second pill is taken that changes the game um but then uh when it comes so essentially a high percent and i think it, it, this works for all women even the women who happen to fall in that 45 or less percent of when their baby doesn't survive i i feel like if they try and do something and change their mind there's value and not just simply giving up or not trying anything. And, and so I think there's value there, but obviously there's a lot of value to be gained when they change their mind and then are actually able to successfully reverse that abortion decision to terminate that young child that they, yeah. So I think there's value for all women in this scenario, both those who will have a success, uh, a, a, a successful reversal and those who don't. I think there's value for both. Um, and when it comes to the number, I believe, and I, I, I my, my, my gut says 2000, but this is relatively new. Like this has only been around for roughly, I want to say about eight years. And it's, and it's been growing um, in, in use uh, over that time period, but a lot of lives have been saved. Uh, um, there's, and really, in the end, it's a new opportunity for for women to be helped. This, this is a a new window that we didn't have before APR to help women. Um, this is a way to reverse a deadly decision. Right. So, Jake, do we know why Google is censoring abortion pill reversal ads? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, that was actually the kind of question. Yeah, that's the question I would like to ask uh, if, when interviewing someone on their PR team. I think that would be a really good question to consider. And that might be the question that we drive to by asking, you know, who made the decision? What was what were the thoughts when considering this? And, you know, trying to work towards that building that backstory of, really understanding the why, but the why is sort of like the pinnacle of all of the questions and thoughts. That's like the the, the keystone or the the primary, um, you know, force that what might drive all these other elements. And trying to find out that why, I would say, is an excellent idea. Um, I can assume or consider that they've had pressure from people of power. Um, for example, Google works in China, and you don't get to work with China unless you're able to comply with government wishes. And and they also work within a lot of countries. And I think that's the trend that I see is that they bend to the powers that have power over them. And so I've got a feeling that people in our political, you know, for example, like the, the vice president, um, essentially she is very, 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 very pro-abortion, um, just like many people that have been put into our government. And so I, I think there's a lot of pressure that could be being put on to Google, but these are not necessarily public meetings. These are, but I believe there's pressure being put on them by people of power. Yeah. Yeah, that very well could be. And I think, um, 
from what I've seen on the ads, uh, they they note that they Google claims that it's false medical information as far as abortion pill reversal. At least that's what they're claim. But it's my understanding that there there have been studies that show that this does work. Like yeah, and in the, the opposition, you know, wants to wants to throw mud at those studies and mud at that data. But the result is, is that throwing mud doesn't make something untrue. It just makes it um, not widely accepted because there's an opposing group that have a different agenda. Um, and that's why, they, why, that's why they're throwing mud is because they have a different objective, a different goal. Um, they're, they're in the business of making abortions more widely accepted and less medically um, uh, make, making them less medical and making them more uh, accessible. Yeah. And so that might be part of the why as to what's the driving force is they're trying, you know, and, and the result or maybe the, the result of that why is, you know, and the efforts that people are putting into this is that Google's being pressured to to mark that content as untrustworthy because there's people of power who are calling it such. Yeah. And we mentioned that abortion pill reversal ads are are one of the most censored ads, but we've seen, Jake, even uh, one center having pretty much all their ads restricted. Do you want to talk about that as well? Yeah. So that, yeah, that clinic essentially had like everything from parenting classes to um, pregnancy tests, ultrasounds. They effectively had like every single category get flagged with that same type of untrustworthy flag essentially stopping traffic. Um, and it was very bizarre because some of the content pieces are completely non-controversial. Like for example, pregnancy symptoms. Nobody's been arguing about pregnancy symptoms I don't think, yeah, like that's not controversial. Or parenting classes, again, there's no competing force saying, oh, parenting classes are terrible. That, you know, we're all sort of like, everyone seems to be in agreement that parenting classes are are fine and there's no, there's no controversy in that space. Um, and for obvious reasons, because it's not a controversial topic. It's just, but yet Google marked content all over the board for one clinic out of many, but uh, we sort of maybe wonder why, like, you know, why would they do that? Like, what what was the cause? Was it based on their, you know, artificial intelligence picking up something about that group, or or was it them trying to do a pilot and seeing what kind of response they might get with a smaller sampling? I don't know which one it was, or what what was the reasoning for that. But it happened, and we were the ones that had to try and respond to Google over you know, trying to get that reversed and corrected. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that is uh, really frustrating. And, and from what I've seen as well, it's not only censorship as far as the disapproving, complete disapproval of ads, uh, they will limit ads to also, like you said, for certain topics, pregnancy testing, pregnancy symptoms, uh, they will limit those ads more um, and not show them as much just because it's a medical topic, even though it's not a controversial thing that these pregnancy centers are offering free pregnancy tests. What's controversial about that? You know, what's why does that need to be restricted? But Google is restricting those ad advertisements. 
Yeah, and restricted content doesn't mean it doesn't get shown. It just means it, it's, yeah, it goes through, uh, a, well, an ambiguous layer of filtering. <laughs> so it's um, it's sometimes hard to understand, you know, at, at what point, at what amount of filtering is taking place. Um, but yeah, so essentially in response to this pain and in response to this problem, um, we worked on writing a petition a petition to both Google and to the government in order to try and ask for a, a level playing field um, so that we can compete in the world of ideas instead of being restricted and removed from the field and having our voice silenced as, um, as what I would call our legitimate loving people trying to have a voice to help a group who needs assistance. Um, and so all that to say is we worked on writing a petition and it's available on the pro-life, it's on, available on proliferibbon.com. If you go there, click on petition, you can read the dual petition, which is essentially one petition written for both the government and Google. And there's a place to sign at the bottom or to agree with this petition. Um, what are your thoughts on that petition? Because actually this was your idea, Victor, to to have that petition written and I was just on board with helping assist with creating it. Yeah, so I don't know how it just, it just popped into my head one day, but uh, I just thought there has to be something that can be done about the censorship. And I thought, um, how can we, as a pro-life community, not just our rapture, but uh, pregnancy centers, churches, all the pro-life community, how could we band together and, you know, have one voice to Google to say, you know, and the government that en enough is enough and that uh, this isn't fair and we, we, we don't we don't accept this. And so obviously we, we want to do all this very peacefully and cordially and respectfully, but we do want to have uh, our voices um, to be heard by Google and uh, hopefully have a change. So that was kind of the idea behind it. And we've we've already received quite a quite a bit of um, excitement about it and signatures as well. So what is the, yeah. what do you say the goal is as far as signatures, Jake, for you know by uh, mid uh, of 2022 or <laughs> Yeah, so I'd like uh, to see could, like five thousand signatures. Yeah, we could. That'd be awesome. Yeah. But I think I think what's more important than than the the number, I, well, and the number could be large, of course. But what's more important than the number is that people that are interested in in this level playing field and and women being helped and and then these loving. Pregnancy clinic voices not being silenced. Um, I think what's more important is that the, we have a list of the people who are interested in this, so that we can send off send following emails and ideas on what can be done next. And so I think by empowering this group of interested people, we can effectively um, empower this group to have the the idea and tool to effectively push back against Google by sharing ideas down the road as we identify something that is helpful towards this effort.
Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so how how exactly, um, Jake, as far as like, what are some of the steps or some of the calls to actions you could foresee in the future? Obviously, we don't we, we don't know all. Yeah. Of them. Well, like, for okay. example, what if one of them was for, you know, to give someone a set of instructions on how to call or contact Google on this issue? Um, and so if we. You know, mm-hmm. if we had five million people on a list for a petition sign-up list, you know, we provided that to Google, they don't have to spend much time looking at it. But if we have, let's say we have 500 people who will call Google and tie up their salesperson or that person on the phone for 12 minutes each sharing this idea, and then Google gets 500 notes that people are saying this and this and that, I mean, that has essentially more, a lot more weight than sending them a five, you know, a list of five million doesn't necessarily, uh, and that might be one thing, but I think having 500 people who are willing to call and, and voicing that 12 minutes of time and effort has a pretty sizable impact on a group. Yeah. Yeah. If the actual calling, the hearing their voices, you know, the written words um, really shows that these are real people that have these concerns. And, yeah. Uh, um, and then, you know, for example, if we came up with a uh, a beautiful social media post, a, a nice image that would help in a respectful, helpful, appropriate way that could then be shared on a social media platform. Again, something that could be then created f- for 500 people to then do something um, and it, again, having 5 million would be amazing, but I think the idea is that having an action that the group who was, who is behind this idea to actually do, I think is even more amazing than just having a long list. Yeah. And, you know, this, I, I also thought of this as like, this is a great way, um, to encourage people to be more involved with your pregnancy center because, uh, they have there are many forces against the pregnancy center, right? Um, it sounds like Google, as well as a lot of people on the pro-abortion side, are very vocal. And oftentimes we see Jake like l- lots of fake reviews on pregnancy center, uh, Google reviews like one star that are from people that haven't even gone there, and they're they're kind yeah. of hurt the reputation of the pregnancy center. So we really need people from the pro-life side to be um, active in their support. And, and, and uh, yeah, and I, I think one other idea that we could do is just bring an awareness to the problem so that if someone if someone were to sign this petition and show that they're interested in standing up for pregnancy clinics in both the Google arena and the government arena, um, by us being able to send them an email that explains the current status and or current developments or updates, they could then share that with their with their friends and family and church community in order to sort of bring awareness to the problem. Because otherwise, nobody's going to see what's being uh, silenced on Google. And and really, in the end, these ads are are designed to go to women in difficult situations, but it would be really good for supporters, um, followers of Jesus, people in your church family and in your local family, in your community, to know 
that these loving, caring, amazing people providing medical services at no cost are are being are being attacked and are receiving pain um, and are effectively, you know, it's a spiritual war. And so it'd be really good to give voice and to amplify amplify the voice that is being silenced so that people will have an opportunity to pray and to consider sharing it with people who would, would you know, for people to know and also consider doing, taking a step or an action in order to make a difference. And all of those things make a difference. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, well, I think that might be about it. I mean, this is exciting. We can well, obviously have a link to the uh, petition uh, in the email that goes with this podcast and on the podcast page. Um, but I, I think in the end, what might be a really good uh, end cap to this piece, Victor, might be for, let's, why don't you go ahead and pray and let's just pray that this effort will, you know, like for God to bless this effort and for those who hear this to be, um, yeah, to hear, you know, the call, you know, uh, find God's calling on what they might be called to do on this. Yeah. Would, would you mind leading us in that, that Jake? I, sure. I'm not as good as thinking of it. <laughs> Sure, I don't. Yeah. Prayers. Let me go ahead and let's see. God, I just want to lift up uh, those who are listening. And Lord, I just want to also say thank you to, for Victor and his passion for uh, for the women and men who are helping serve uh, couples that are facing unplanned pregnancies and their with their unborn children's lives in the balance. Lord, I pray that this uh, effort of trying to uh, effectively push back against the Goliath, um, which is the government and Google, and to essentially try and support the uh, the smaller David-like uh, pregnancy clinic groups. I pray that you will bless this effort, and I pray that you bless the, the actions taken uh, and bless the ideas and give us just direction on how to respond to these these uh, this, these spiritual attacks uh, being waged against pregnancy clinics across the country who are working to serve you and and honor life being given um, to to young unborn babies and young and the and the in the in also honoring the young moms and dads by supporting them with a variety of services and with a caring heart. Lord, we thank you for your just your 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 great love and desire and Lord, we just cry out to you for for help in this space and we when we ask that those who are listening will find interest and desire to take the extra step and the and to spend the extra time to design and then be interested in following up with ideas that are helpful and to share ideas with us too if they see something that the group could benefit by doing and we pray all of this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Mm-hmm.